Hi, today is November 1st. Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Apple and NVIDIA. Thanks. Okay, uh, before we jump into my weekly plays, just want to go ahead and give a brief summary of what's going on this week for earnings. Um, before open on Monday, meaning you had to have already uh, opened these positions on Friday if you wanted to play these, uh, you have Clorox Company before open on Monday, as well as Wingstop and Waste Management. Uh, after close on Monday, you have PayPal and AMC. Before open on Tuesday, you have Wayfair and Humana. After close on Tuesday, you have really nothing as <laughs> worth mentioning here. Uh, before open on Wednesday, you have Wednesday oh, Wendy's. <laughs> Wednesday of Wendy's. Uh, Scott's Miracle Grow. After close on Wednesday, you have Zynga and Upwork, and as well as Qualcomm. Before open on Thursday, a huge earnings report is going to be reported. This is for Alibaba, um, and then GM, as well as Kronos and Papa John's. After close on Thursday, you have more of tech. Uh, you have Square, Roku, Peloton, Cloudflare, The Trade Desk, Dropbox, Alteryx, and Uber, as well as Big Commerce. I, I'm noticing that down there too. Uh, and then before open on Friday, you have CVS. Uh, something to note about uh, earnings this week, uh, especially for on Thursday, uh, Uber is highly affected by Prop 22, uh, which is a proposition that would consider the uh, app serving employees to be full-time or for to be an employee of the uh, company as opposed to an independent contractor. So that's just something you want to keep an eye out for. Uh, because that will absolutely affect uh, Uber's price or Uber's stock price. Um, as far as everything else, uh, I think I forgot to mention that Match is going to um, report on Wednesday after close. And so that's just another bigger stock that everyone's probably going to keep their eyes on too. Um, as for just the closing words, uh, earnings are incredibly dangerous and especially dangerous during elections week. Um, you can imagine if you're really bullish on, say, Square, Roku, or PayPal, and you buy calls, and then someone loses or someone wins during an election, then you're, you're, you've lost, right? Like, you don't know exactly who's going to be elected, and if the person that makes the stock market go up versus the stock market go down gets elected, then your call could be in danger just from an external factor. And earnings are already a coin flip. And now suddenly you're in a position where you have to dodge two coin flips. So um, you've been warned and earnings are fun. I totally understand. Like I get the urge to play earnings sometimes. Um, but really, you owe it to yourself to trade with the plan um, and, you know, be sure to stick with what you've been always saying about like, oh, OK, this is going to be the last time I got got last time. But if you want to do it for fun, by all means, like don't let me stop you or don't let anybody else stop you. Um, yeah, have fun. Okay, uh, and as far as my plays go, uh, I'm sure everyone has felt or seen the stock market decline for these past, I don't know, week, week and a half. Um, and so what I did to manage my max losses was that I sold my growth stocks or speculative plays for a profit because I was green on them. 
uh, and that included Unity and CLCT. Unity, though I still love the stock, I still love the company, is, it's definitely categorized as a growth stock. Um, and Collector's Universe, it was my favorite speculative play. I made a good amount of money from trading CLCT, uh, but I'm choosing to, or I chose to close it um, back when it was trading at like, I believe like 61 or $62, and it's been paying off. So the reasoning that I've been, you know, telling my patrons is that, you know, when the stock market starts going down, uh, all your positions start going down, especially if, you, <laughs> if you're a, like a bullish trader like I am or like a neutral bullish trader. Um, you want to be covered for when the stock market keeps going down and you don't want to have to be in a position where uh, you can't double down. And so, you know, you want to take your higher risk plays off the tab table first. Uh, and for me, that included Unity and CLCT. And so far, that's been paid off pretty well. I mean, from the moment that I sold Unity, it's gone up just a little bit. So that's not too bad. Um, but CLCT has gone down quite a bit. So um, with CLCT, I think reporting on Monday, I'm not too sure. Um, it's just something that I couldn't uh, let myself be in in case if they somehow missed or if they somehow reported something bad that made the stock go down, um, that was around 30K of capital I would have had tied up not being able to do anything else with. So that is a very large chunk of my portfolio that I'd rather keep liquid so that I can uh, either double down on NVIDIA, double down on Apple, or open any discounted plays that might come out from the election. So this is you know, the opposite of, you know, a newer trader maybe going in on some DD they found on Wall Street Bets in a discussion thread, you know, if someone's saying, oh, yeah, collectibles are, are all-time high, so we're going to go all in on CLCT to the moon, and then, you know, you don't hear from that person for the longest time, or you don't see a comment about CLCT for the longest time, and the stock starts going down. And because it's going down and you went in on someone else's conviction, now you're sweating the position. And then this is the moment where like you get tilted, right? You you choose like, okay, you know what? This is this is this is something I believe in too. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna stay in this position position. Even though it's like the worst thing you could probably do, because more than likely you went all in on this position because you're from Wall Street Bets. And it's this type of trading that blows up your account, right? I'm making smaller decisions um, because they're taking a smaller amount of my capital not saying that 30k is not a lot it's just like it's not all of my portfolio there's a lot of people that will get tilted and go all in on some position on a portfolio and decide to hold it because they want to be right instead of you know maybe losing a little bit or making a profit um, so don't let your ego get in the way if you feel like you need to back out of something back out of something um, especially if you don't have a plan if you have a plan, that gets different because I know I've mentioned on the podcast um, several times that like, you know, when you sell a put, you should be ready for assignment. You should be ready for all of this and that. Be sure, be sure to get be ready to take profits off the table. Um, but when you go in on like you call it instinct or intuition and you go in with not that much research or with a plan, uh, and you feel like you're getting hosed, the stock keeps going down, you need to come up with some sort of max loss for you to feel comfortable on the way out or else you're just going to get got. Uh, so that's just my tip for anybody that's going into elections week with red positions or like green risky positions. Um, just think about like if 
if the stock market kept on going down, uh, what what would you do? How would you feel? Right? You need to protect yourself from all these tilting scenarios because it's one thing to say today that yeah, you know what, Junie's on stream right now recording this podcast. I'm not gonna get tilted. Why would why would I get tilted? I'm good right now, right? Like yeah, we had some red, uh, we had some red this week, um, but I'm not the one to get tilted. I'm a perfectly good trader, and I all my positions I firmly believe in. This is where you got to make the conscious decision to actually look at the positions that you're uh, holding. And if you have some wheels that you have open or if you have some covered calls that are like maybe a little bit too aggressive, you need to adjust those prior to the election. You need to make sure that in case of any direction that the elections happen or the election affect the stock price or stock market, you need to be covered. Um, and we'll go a little bit more deeper into detail uh, for today's topic. But uh, just for those that listen to the weekly play section, this is for you. All right. So the wheel tracker is done. Uh, I'm debugging now, and it will be released before the next podcast episode. Uh, The next episode will be exclusively about the wheel tracker. I'm like super proud to show it off. Um, And what I mean by debugging is that on Twitch, I've been for these last two weeks been developing the wheel tracker for everybody uh, live on stream. You can see the code. You can see me interacting with chat. you, you, You can know that Juni is the one building it. <laughs> um, and it's done. Uh, and I just want to take a few more days to make sure that like nothing's disgustingly bugged. I'm sure like when it first releases, there will be some initial problems. Some people will be complaining about some things, but I want to get the meat of all the bugs and all the things fleshed out. So um, none of the uh, none of the <laughs> initial emails are due to some like obvious things that I should have caught during some sort of the development process. Um, but it's going to be really really cool. You're going to be able to track a stock position. You're gonna always be able to know what your cost basis is, where your average cost of your stocks are, um, and it'll just make opening covered calls and your wheels just a little bit easier. So you don't have to keep it in some sort of external spreadsheet because. For me, that's one of the most annoying parts about keeping track of cost basis is that now I have to, you know, go to the Excel sheet, update that, then go to ThetaGain.com, update this. Um, and I just want to make everything available and for free on ThetaGain.com. This is the wheel tracker. Again, it's not like some patron-specific feature. Uh, this is very much going to be free and will stay free for anyone that wants to use it. Okay, uh, here's Junie on top of uh, his soapbox <laughs> um, saying that elections are fun but dangerous. Um, just like earnings, uh, it's a coin flip, right? One person wins, one person loses. And you want to be sure that you're covered on both sides. Um, the most responsible thing to do would be not to trade but to manage your trades, right? Um 
if you can consider, you know, watching or seeing someone on Wall Street Bets going all in on puts and saying, oh, you know what? Uh, I think Biden's going to win, so I'm going to go all in on puts. But the thing is, Biden provides a lot of things that are good for the stock market, too, like some sense of, like, um, volatility going down, right? I think that's the main consensus of people that are picking Biden in terms for the stock market is that we're not going to have any more volatile events. And that could be construed in a way where it could be positive for the stock market. Um, something else you want to consider is that, like, even if Trump wins, right, like, that doesn't necessarily mean the stock market will absolutely go up. Does it most likely mean it'll go up? Probably, because we've gotten so far down it, and just any Republican, for that matter, will make the stock market go up uh, if they're elected. But this is all on the like the feeling and just like knowing what past results were and you all know that past results don't mean future success so you want to be sure that like whatever happens you're not going to blow up right i have theta gang trades that date back to last june right that's when i started thetagang.com and i haven't blown up for an entire year which you know to a responsible regular investor that's like oh you know what that June is not that good. I don't blow up for an entire year, but that responsible investor is only really like investing in shares and maybe like doing some dividend income. I'm doing a more volatile approach where I'm doing wheels, I'm selling options, all that stuff. And I think it's a pretty cool achievement for me to stick with a system long enough for me to not blow up and to prove that it can work. And it's a part of, you know, me running and uh, just like uploading trades at thetagain.com is that everyone gets to see my trades and everyone gets to see how much risk I put on, everyone gets to see how much I lose, how much I like, I guess, win or gain. And I just want to prove to everybody that like not trading during certain periods of times, like, you know, I think my patrons know more than anybody else that like I don't put on trades uh, during earnings times, like times where there's like a concentrated bunch of earnings because I'd rather trade with more information. So like, for example, when we relate this back to elections, I would rather see who the next candidate is and trade from there, right? Maybe the market goes up if Biden wins. Maybe the market goes down if Trump wins. No one necessarily knows what's going to happen, especially since the market has sold off so hard going into elections. You can think about any candidate winning being volatility taken off the table because now everyone knows who the next president will be, right? And so there's many ways where you can talk about elections and what the next price movement would be uh, without necessarily having to depend on who exactly wins. For example, one more time, I said I just said it, but if any president wins, now we know that who the next president will be. And that's a lot of volatility taken off the table. Something else that should be said is that emotions can run hot during these times, uh, especially your emotions. Um, you might be thinking like you're the one that's always going to be right, like you're the virtuous one. I'm never the virtuous one, though I'm just really cognizant of like the news sources I listen to and just how I interact with other people, right? You can take the side of like, oh, you know, this person's voting for Trump, so I'm going to hate this person, or this person's voting for Biden, so I'm going to hate that person. And that's not the right way to look at it, especially if you're trading stocks. Um, if you were looking to make money off the stock market, it should generally be when the stock market goes up. So just think of every single news source you 
think about or read during this week to make sure it doesn't influence any of your ra- your rational decisions. And I'm doing air quotes around that um, because, again, mentioned it before in the episode. I seem to like repeat a lot of topics in in one episode. Is that uh, you want to make sure that your ego doesn't get away in the way of your profits. Just because one candidate wins does not mean buying puts on the economy, which I'm sure a lot of people will end up doing, right? Like you can imagine they don't like the leader that gets elected for president and they say, oh my God, this country is doomed and they buy puts. That's the absolute worst decision you could probably do because not only are you going against your own rationale and, you know, uh, buying puts on your country, but like you're also uh, going against your own thesis of, the stocks always go up. Everyone says that, and it's most one of the most infuriating things to me is that everyone makes fun of the uh, stocks always go up meme or the stonks o- only go up, but they end up buying puts. You can have absolutely the choice to not trade. You can go outside. You can skateboard. You can collect Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Magic cards. You can do a million other things than buy puts, right? You want to make sure that you don't get so caught up in your emotions that you do irrational things with irrational uh, reasons. Just to make you feel a little bit better, uh, I'm going to plug a YouTuber here. His name is Andre Jik, A-N-D-R-E-I-J-I-K-H. And he has a very comprehensive video of what happens to the stock market during elections. I feel like this particular video is neutral enough where I want to promote it. Uh, so it's the title of the video is called What Happens to the Stock Market During Elections. Um, typically, I don't like promoting people um, that has to do with like, oh, you know, Neo is at like $2 or like it's going to like $500 by 2021. Uh, I don't typically promote those dudes or girls, but, you know, just like how he presented the information in this video is like really good. I'm going to watch on the stream um with people listening to the live podcast recording right now but in essence he just mentions that like no matter like what the outcome is for the president uh the stock market does generally go up from there there are presidents where the stock market has gone down uh i think one of them being nixon um but really like it takes a catastrophic event for the stock market to continue going down during a presidential election um much of which i don't see in the video um, but just feel safe knowing that like, if you don't trade for a while and just come back later, there's a good chance the stock market will be up. That is the Juni, uh, <laughs> summary. And we'll go ahead and watch the video on stream together, uh, just in a little bit. And just as a closing note, um, you are loved and you are cared for and emotions will absolutely be running hot on Twitter in real life at your work, um, amongst your friend group. And just understand that like, you're in those places for a reason, right? You're with your friends because they're friends. You're, they're, a political party affiliation shouldn't necessarily end a friendship or a relationship. Um, if you can articulate your thoughts in a way where you know you present good ideas from both parties, it shouldn't stop you from being happy with each other, right? There's many Twitter posts I've been reading that you know <laughs> divorce rates are getting higher because of <laughs> election tensions and that's not really a factor of elections that's just a factor of a bad relationship you should be able to talk freely about your ideals and you know points in a way where you're not afraid of the other person just p- 
piecing out. You should always be able to, you know, accept other people's ideas for what they are. And even if you don't agree with them, just, you know, you either, <laughs> you can either clap back with some uh, pretty good points or you can just agree to disagree. I have many friends that have opposing um, political affiliations as me, but we still drink together. We still laugh together. We hang out at literally every day. Um, and it, it's, it's just something I want to pass on to everybody else because it's easy to hate someone for a political party, but really, like, they're still the same person outside of that context. Like, you go on a vacation with them, you go travel to another country with them, uh, and still, it's still just you and them. It's not about some president, it's not some political party, it's not some crazy you know, conspiracy idea thing that you want to push to everybody or vice versa. It's just you and your homie and kiss the homies goodnight. Thanks. Okay, uh, you can go and follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang, where I do live podcasts and I stream myself coding features, and sometimes really randomly I play games. Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang, and then you can email me at Juni at ThetaGang.com. Uh, Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's Theta Gang, one word, all caps. Thank you all for listening, and please be sane, be safe, trade responsibly this week. I love you. And before we hop off, I want to give my patrons an extended shout-out. Uh, this is an extended shout-out to Lur, Wheaton, Free Wi-Fi, LedZet24, HN, HN IV, PFM, Neat the River, Anton, K.O. Hui, Nand Wackle, L.A. A Little, uh, NM, Deuce Dingle, Tom Hamas, Hitlesk4, JTZ, Majadir, AG, Spazzenfish, Norfish, Murph Q, Cheese, Fancy Wolf, Hassan, Flip Flop, Maltman, Gonzo Thomas, Pack Rope, JZN, nah, XJS, Mikos, Craig Thomas, BK Trade, Hunter Joe, Baked Potato, Ensis88, Shifty, Rustier, Weenhead Jr., Kaput, Hermes, Crispy Cream Boy, The Jester, Lazy Reservist, Cheddar, Lord Skeletorus, Saltwater Cure, Dissentia, Matthew Hans, Chicken Dinner, Bat Trader, Lifesaver87, Slow Motion, Just Send It, Mental Dun Dun, GJ Wilson, France, Leo Jetson, Grandpa95, El Finko, Mitch Brady, and Mike D. And just a bit to top off the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to everyone that's still in chat here. I want to give a shout out to Mobius, Captain Talos, Commander Root, D56, Jaycon, Cavino, Craig Thomas, Lurks, Son of a Witch, and Stan from Brooklyn. Uh, and special shout out to Skater Girl, my girlfriend, for always tuning in. I love you. And I miss you. Huh. <laughs>